Welcome to the Bloom Where You're Planted podcast from Never Too Late Cafe. I'm your host, Laura Womack. Each week we sit down for a chat with someone just like you, someone who had an idea, a passion, a dream, or sometimes just a thought and planted that seed, watched it grow into something they wanted to share with the world. If you have an idea for a topic or someone that would be a guest for the Bloom Warrior Planted podcast, feel free to reach out to us on Facebook, where you can join our Never Too Late Cafe Facebook group. We'd love to hear from you. Good morning, and I have a very special guest with me today, and that's Megan Kennedy. So good morning, Megan, and welcome. Hello. (laughs) So where do you currently live right now? Um, I'm out in McDermott, Ohio, um, just outside of Portsmouth. Okay. Are you from the area originally? I am not. Um, I was born in upstate New York, uh, but I grew up outside of Cincinnati in Loveland, Ohio. Um, I ended up here. My, my husband's from here. So we, we ended up back here. (laughs) Well, we're going to get right into your story. Um, so share with us what kind of art form that you do. Uh, so I am primarily a caricature artist. Uh, so I draw people kind of in a cartoonish, exaggerated um, form. Um, I work a lot in festivals or I also do a lot of uh, hourly gigs. So like weddings and parties and that kind of thing. Well, that's cool. So. Let's go way back from start telling your story um, about how you got involved in art in the first place. Um, So I've always been kind of an art kid. Um, And when I was 17, so I, where I grew up is right by Kings Island, the uh, theme park. And one of my friends had gotten a summer job drawing caricatures there. And I thought, well, that, that's kind of, that would be a kind of a fun thing to do. Um, so I interviewed and had a portrait review and then, uh, um, or, and, uh, started, got a job and started training there. Um, and I did that for a few years. So, um, and now, uh, I do it on my own. I have my own company. Um, I still work with a lot of the original guys that I started with 19 years ago. Um, they're still good friends and colleagues and that's it. It was, it was, uh kind of a, a big um, life chain, like life changing event. I could never have foreseen when I was 17 when I started doing this. So, so um, they must have supported you and encouraged you way back. Some of your earlier yeah. comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was lucky enough that um we were all, they were all a couple years older than I was, but we were all pretty young at that, that point. And uh, just so happened that they're some of the best in the industry, even to this day. So I was very lucky to um, just happen to be in that time and place. And um, yeah, so they, they, they all have different styles. So how, how I learned is just watching how one person draws, watching how the other person, uh, another person draws, and then kind of playing around myself to figure out what works for me um, and also how they interact with customers because what's interesting about what we do is that um, you're not just 
making a piece of art, you're interacting with that person and, and the conversation kind of helps to dictate what, how that the, the final product comes out. Cause you're trying to capture kind of somebody's essence and you only have them for about five or 10 minutes. So um, just seeing how those guys, I was a very, I was a very shy, I was very, a very shy kid and you can't really be that way to be a good caricature artist. So watching these guys, how they approach, whether it was a blunt, way or the ban how to banter um and uh definitely the, yeah those guys definitely helped me to to not only become a better artist and still do to this day but also just how to interact with people <laughs> in a in a not awkward way yeah. well do you have like set questions that you ask or is it spur of the moment Kind of. So it's, it's a very flexible script. So like I had, I usually ask um, if somebody has been drawn before um, and then if they have, then kind of see where they got it at. And sometimes I can pick out there. There aren't that many character artists. Um, mm. There's a fair amount. We, we, it's a pretty small community. So usually you can figure out um, a lot of times I know somebody who's drawn someone before, which is kind of fun. Um, and then I can also kind of know what kind of style then to, to lean into. Um, I also ask where they're from. Um, it's always interesting uh, to see like, where, where are they from? Are they from outside where the, the festival is or are they a local? And um, kind of the answers to that dictate where I'm going. If I'm drawing kids, I'll, you know, introduce myself, find out what their name is, the, um, just make them comfortable with me. Um, so it's a flexible script. Some people you'll talk to and you'll find like immediately within two questions, you'll know they don't want, they don't really want to have a conversation. They just want to be drawn and you can go <laughs> give them just that experience. <laughs> um, other people just want to talk and I'll let them talk. So it, it just, it depends. I do have like a, a few set questions, um, but the next question is uh, the next question after that. Uh, I kind of decide from the answer for that. So just to see who they are as a person and, and that influences my drawing. Yeah. That's interesting. So if they say they've been drawn before and you know that person, do you try to be like that style or different than that style? Uh, not necessarily. I do have my own style, but um, a lot of times I can tell certain artists are a little, a, a little more exaggerated and a little more, uh, and then certain artists are a little closer to what I would normally do. Um, so it, it just gives me kind of an idea of uh, usually how I can push it. Um, cause a lot of times when people have been drawn multiple times, they like to take those pictures, like and they even tell you, they're like, Oh, it's really interesting to see different artists put, you know, previous sketch up with, uh, your sketch afterwards and see what the differences are. So a lot of times people like that difference. That's actually a very common, um, uh, comment. So I don't necessarily, it just kind of, it helps me to get, um, if they really like to sketch by a certain person, it kind of gives me uh, just an idea of 
where on the scale of exaggeration I should go with it, but it's mm. not necessarily mimicking someone's style, mm. if that makes mm. sense. Mm. So if someone said, um, I've never liked my nose, you know, please don't make it gigantic or something, or I would probably say, make me just have one chin <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> That's very common. It's very common. And I, I, I definitely won't over exaggerate if someone is self-conscious and mentions that. Um, mm. I won't. But then sometimes like if people will be like, I know I have a gigantic nose or, or some, sometimes people are just like, just destroy me. <laughs> and you go in and, and do that. But That's I am a- very conscious. I'm very conscious of, of how, and, that, and that's what I'm talking about. Like, so some people are like, just completely, you know, just do your worst. And then some people are like, oh, yeah, don't make my, like right now it's really hot out. So everyone's like, don't like make me sweaty and don't make me. <laughs> make oh, I'd me say that one too. My, <laughs> yeah. My nose big, that one too. So, so, and I do take, definitely take that into consideration. <laughs> No sweaty pics. <laughs> so yeah. I know you do, you know, you said you do parties and weddings and did people find you from your website or word of mouth or how does that happen? Um, both. So I, I do hand out a fair amount of business cards. Um, and a lot of it is word of mouth, which is pretty cool. Uh, but when I'm out at festival, when I'm out at events, um, yeah, I hand out business cards all the time. I have people come up and, and, and I, my radius is about, I have about a two hour radius. So mm. sometimes I'm locally here in Portsmouth, but like this past weekend, I was actually a little farther. I was in, um, Indiana and next in two weeks I'll be in outside of Cincinnati. So I'm kind of all over the place, passing out business cards. Um, uh, sometimes I also get them. So some of the, those other caricature artists who um, I, I work with, uh, a lot of times we have events where you need multiple artists too. So it's the other, or, or somebody is approached with an event and they are already booked. So then oh. they'll pass it to you. So I get a lot that way too. There's kind of, it's almost like a guild system basically where you, um, we all kind of work together that way, but the word of mouth is huge. Um, I don't advertise. I don't have a Facebook. I have an Instagram, um, and I have a website. Um, but yeah, it's always, I've always done pretty well with the, the word of mouth. And and when I get one gig, usually like there was a, a couple gigs I got this, this summer and the one person had seen me at a County fair hired me for one thing. And then the next weekend, had passed my name on to another person in the area. So that, and then I've gotten a couple more from that. It kind of, it, it, it's kind of a domino effect that way too. Now, did I see that you have camped when you've gone to some of these events? Is that part Sometimes, of Sometimes, yes. Well, that's Sometimes, cool. yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I love camping. I, well, I live out by the forest, but I, I also enjoy camping. Um, I was a Girl Scout for a long time and just love sleeping in a tent. So uh, there's been a couple. There's been a couple that uh, when I'm near Cincinnati, um, I my mom still lives there, so I often stay with her. Uh, but some of the other ones, I'll um, get a campsite. Uh, there was one in Hocking Hills that I did recently. 
uh, and my, my husband and my daughter came with me and we, we camped for the weekend and just made a, made a whole, whole time of it. So. Yeah, oh, and that's uh, a great place to do it. Yeah, Hawking Castle, for anyone that doesn't know, is a, a great natural place with trails and caves and the water. It's just a wonderful place to visit. So when you have your different fairs, how do you know about where all your fairs are to go to? Was it just a Google search or, I mean, you're on a circuit kind of. Yeah, so. I have, uh, this is the first year that I have done a full season as in spring, summer, and fall. Um, in the past, I had just done fall and a lot of those events are events I've done for many years. So, um, so this past year, the spring was kind of, I had to, I had to find some new stuff and some of it came from when you're at other festivals, other vendors, will give you say, Hey, this, here's the, this is a really good thing. There's this music festival. Here's the contact for this festival. And that's helpful because they'll tell you like, Oh, that festival is lucrative. This one's not. Um, <laughs> I also I did do a little, I did do a little Google searching this year um, to find some festivals um, just to fill out the schedule. Um, so, but now like for next year, like I'm, I'm, filling in for next year already because um i've been approached uh at other festivals like hey well we do this festival in the spring we do this so uh it's i'm getting a pretty good when, when i get a good event i just plug it into the next year too so um yeah vendors and a little bit of google searching and then um and then some of them are uh through other caricature artists too so well that's great you have that connection where someone says i'm booked or i need a, another person and that mm -hmm. that connection is very important so mm -hmm. well i think it's very interesting what you do and um maybe sometime i'll get brave enough to join one of your <laughs> um events and go okay do me <laughs> so <laughs> Um, on this podcast, it's called Bloom Where You're Planted. And actually, it started out with talking about people that moved into a local area that were not from that area. And but then it's really evolved because sometimes blooming is where you're at, um, where you've always lived at. So it's been a variety. And um, so I always ask people. What does that mean to them? I think that it means you, no matter where you find yourself in life, uh, just making what, how you want your life to be, making that a reality. Um, for example, I'm not from this area originally. Um, I, I've been coming to this area for 13 years now and lived here for three now. Um, but I've been able to start a business and I'm growing that business. And I, I do a fair amount. I'll be at River Days, the River Days Festival this weekend. Um, I do a fair amount of local events. And then again, about a two hour radius outside. Um, so just 
I know our area sometimes doesn't have, it doesn't get the, the best reputation, which I, and I get that from like friends who don't live here. And I say, no, there's actually, there's a lot of creative people. There's a lot of, uh, there is a lot of business opportunity. It might be, you have to be a little more creative to, to make that happen. But I think saying bloom where you're planted is, well, this is where I am and this is where I want to be. And this is how I make it happen here. Um, and again, not being from here, I think that, you know, that's, I have the outside perspective and I see a lot of people doing that here. And that's a part of the reason I really like this area and like to be based here, honestly. Mm. So another thing is, you know, you say it's a sort of a smaller world in what you do. And, um, mm -hmm. and it's true. So what words of wisdom would you say to someone that wants to do what you do? It's not just your art, but you've made it. I mean, you've really grown it and you're expanding, you travel, all, all of that. What, how would you share words with someone that wants to do what you do? Um, if they've never done anything like this, apprenticing with someone would be huge. I think um, a lot, I, I wouldn't be where I am without the, um, you know, the connections that I've made uh, without the friendships that I, I still have to this day with people and who I can call and ask questions, you know, about not necessarily the art, like the sketch part of it anymore. Although I, you know, I'll watch a tutorial. A lot of those guys do stuff on YouTube and that kind of thing. Um, but like tax questions, like all, all the, that fun stuff that, you know, cause we do the art thing and we travel, but the, uh, the office stuff, like basically. So I think if somebody wanted to do this, since it's not just about the drawing and it is about the, the connection with the customer and the banter in a specific way. And what are the, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of pitfalls that you can avoid, I think, by talking to someone who's done it for a long time. Cause there's, there's a lot of weird things in what we do. Um, and a lot of tricks that you can, but you're not, I don't think that you'll get that. I, I've had people approach me in the past and say, how do you do what you do? I'm like, well, I could show you, I need an apprentice. I, I honestly have, I, I have more gigs than um, I can handle right now, but, uh, um, and then they don't necessarily want to do, they just want to jump into it. I'm like, eh, I don't know. I, I, I think that the, definitely the connections and the networking, especially because it is such an insular community too, to be successful at it. Um, that's incredibly important for um, specific, this, for, I think all artists in general, the networking is incredibly important, but also, specifically the caricature community um it, that it's it's necessary for us so well i think it's wonderful that besides just doing art you are wanting to connect to people mm -hmm. and um and that probably is what's made you successful so um, and you said that you have more gigs than what you can do right now and that's a wonderful thing to have in business Absolutely. <laughs> and on this, you will hear my barking dog. And I <laughs> I should just make it part of it, you know, call it the barking dog 
we call him Bo, uh, aka Barking Dog, <laughs> Barking Bo. So, oh, and he did good for so long. <laughs> so, well, I want to thank you for being a guest and sharing your unique talents and your unique way of doing them and your words of wisdom and your sharing of the bloom where you're planted. I'm sure that someone somewhere will find those words very inspiring for them. So I thank you for being a guest. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, this is Laura Womack from Never Too Late Cafe from the Bloom Where You're Planted podcast saying bye for now. <laughs>